What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Abgenommen bedauert. Om Mani Padme Hum. The Green Lama strikes for justice. And now we bring you another exciting adventure taken directly from the files of Jethro Dumont, the wealthy young American who, after ten years in Tibet, returned as the Green Lama to amaze the world with his curious and secret powers in this single-handed fight against crime. I am Fulfu. When Jethro Dumont returned to America from my country, Tibet, to become the Green Lama, it was my duty and pleasure to serve him. Oh, many have wondered why Jethro Dumont is called the Green Lama. Jethro Dumont is a Lama because of his great wisdom and powers of concentration. And the Green Lama because green is one of the six sacred colors and is the symbol of justice. The story of the Green Lama and the man who never existed began late one afternoon at a major air terminal in New York City. A huge four-motor transport was standing at one of the passenger gates, and the tall, straight figure of a man was moving through the crowd. How about a statement, Mr. Dumont? How long are you going to be in town? Are you here for a new case? One question I... at a time, please. <laughs> First, I live here, so it's difficult to say how long I may stay. Secondly, I know nothing of a new case, as you call it. <laughs> oh, excuse me, please. There's a call for me. Oh, sure, sure. Exhausted one. Wait for me. Tulku, my friend. Oh, welcome home, Olama. Tulku, this is Mr. Uh... Howard Crane, Daily Gazette. How do you do? Uh, I'll talk to you later, Mr. Dumont. Yes, thank you. Come, Tulku, my friend. Oh, I still don't understand your newspaper, man. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, Tulku, I don't always understand them either. <laughs> Excuse me. 
This is Jethro Dumont. Jethro, thank heaven I've gotten in touch with you. Professor Hendricks. Yes, well, Jethro. it's been a long time. Jethro, let me talk, please. I may not have much time. I need your help. Anything you ask, my friend. I had intended to just disappear. But for Martha's sake, I must fight this. Jethro, I must see you at once. But if anything should happen to me first, Cool Cool Khan will tell you. I'm still... Hendricks. Hendricks. That's why I thought we'd come straight to the apartment, Toku. But that's the sixth phone call without getting any hint of where Hendricks was when he phoned. Um, may Toku make humble suggestion? Of course, Toku. What is it? This Professor Hendricks was an old friend of yours, hmm? Well, the lamas of Tibet who have gone through the ordeal of silence, and this includes you, exalted one, can use the dupta ritual which enables one to see with the mind's eye a friend who is at a great distance. Yes, I'll get it, Toku. Hello? That's you, Mr. Dumont. This is Sergeant Whalen. Yes, Sergeant. We just found a guy on the street with a bullet through his head. Oh? I had a bit of identification on him anywhere except a piece of paper with your name and phone number on it. Know anything about it? I might, but I'd have to see him first. Yeah, that's why I called. Uh, how about me at the morgue? All right, I'll be there in ten minutes, Sergeant. Hello, Mr. Dumont. Hello, Sergeant. You remember Tulku? Oh, yeah. Hiya, booty. Hello. What about this man you found, Sergeant? Uh, right over here, Mr. Dumont. There. That's him. It's Professor Harlan A. Hendricks. Professor Hendricks was a very well-known archaeologist. Specializing in the primitive ruins of the early Indians of Mexico. Must have been robbed, which is why he was carrying no identification. Still, he needs no identification. He was very famous. And also very dead. What do you want? Nothing from you. My city editor told me to keep an eye on Dumont and I'd get a story. Crane, did you ever hear of a Professor Hendricks? No. Oh, well, I guess there's nothing to do but get on the phone and see what else I can dig up on this Hendricks guy. Makes call number 13. You say the stiff is Professor Hendricks and he was born in New York City, but the city hall ain't got no record of his birth. You say he used to drive a car here, but the Motor Vehicle Bureau says it never issued a license to nobody with that name. Except for you, Mr. Dumont, Professor Hendricks never existed. Sergeant, the Museum of Primitive Art has been showing some of the professor's discoveries. The director of the museum should know him well enough to identify him. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's run up there right now. I uh, think I'll go along with you. All right, Mr. Crane. You're hanging it crookedly. Hey, you. It's what is it? Who are you? Fillmore Merton, director of this museum, and I don't care for your tone. Oh, well, that's too bad. I'm Sergeant Whalen, New York Police. This is Mr. Crane. How are you? Mr. Dumont. Dumont? Mr. Jeffrey Dumont, the Green Llama? Yes, I'm the Green Llama. Well, well, you know, I've always followed your exploits in the press with keen interest. All right, now, just a minute. This is a police inquiry, Mr. Merton. Kindly speak when you're spoken to, you, 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 please. I now, think Mr. you better answer the sergeant's questions, Mr. Merton. This is a very serious matter. Yeah, you bet it is. Now, Merton, you ever hear of a guy named Hendricks? Harlan Andrew Hendricks? Well, of course. He quite recently discovered a Maya temple in Mexico with some extremely rare pieces of Maya wood carving in a perfect state of preservation. Now, we've been having an exhibit. I do not want a lecture. Just tell me when you saw Hendricks last. Oh, I never saw him. You... Well, then how do you know him? Well, by correspondence, of course. In fact, I had a letter from him only yesterday. I'm leaving tonight to visit him at his excavation near Mexico City. 
You mean you didn't know that Hendricks was in New York City? Oh, that's quite impossible. Huh? Well, somebody murdered him here this morning. Oh, dear. This is such a frightfully upsetting day. First the robbery last night, and now the... Robbery? What robbery is that? Well, it's just that someone broke in and made off with one of our best pieces from the Mayan exhibit belonging to Professor Hendricks. What was stolen, Mr. Merton? A piece of Mayan wood carving. A very fine Kulkulkan. Now, Kulkulkan was... Of course, I remember. Kulkulkan was the great Mayan creator god and was usually represented as a feathered snake. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, that's it. And you say it was stolen last night. That's right, Mr. Dumont. Well, under the circumstances, Mr. Martin, I guess you won't need to make your trip to Mexico. Oh, there will still be details to work out concerning another exhibit of the things he's already uncovered. I suppose I can still make arrangements with the professor's daughter in Mexico. Oh, he's got a daughter there? What's her name? Uh, Miss Marta Hendricks, I believe. One moment. Has it occurred to you, Sergeant, that the entire answer to the murder of Professor Hendricks might be in Mexico? Okay, I'll have the Mexican cops see what they can get out of the girl. Uh, you coming, Mr. Dumont? I don't think so, Sergeant. I think I will go home and meditate about murder. Makuno, makuraga amim loke, manevam ponposatong nigals, pranosongo. Oh, makaruga, Lift aside the veil so that the green llama may see the road to justice. Exalted one? Yes. The trial of the Sungo, if prolonged, is dangerous even for so advanced a llama as you. Hmm. You learned? Only a little, Toko. As you know, the trial of the Sungo will only permit the location of an object. Hmm. By concentrating on the Kukulkan, I saw a great excavation... And lying on a desk somewhere near, there was the Kulkulkan. An excavation? Then it must be the one in Mexico where Professor Hendricks worked. Huh? Yes, I think so. I believe Hendricks mailed the Kulkulkan to himself. It is this wooden figure, Tulku, which in some ways holds the solution to the murder. Then the murderer will wish to reach the Kulkulkan and destroy it. Yes. So the Green Lama must reach Mexico City and the Kul Kul Khan before the murderer. Ah, it is written that each man's home is furnished with his own secrets. Therefore, much earlier, I took the liberty of packing your suitcase and making one reservation on the plane for Mexico City. <laughs> Toku, my friend, I don't know what I'd do without ah. you. You always anticipate what I'll do long with... Toku. Ah. Someone visits our humble home without benefit of door. That was the warning bell from the window in the north bedroom. We must welcome our guest, Tuku. Turn out the lights. Oh, it is truly written that darkness makes the best armor for the unarmed man. <laughs> I'll stand by this door and you take that one, Tuku. It is done. Om mani padme hum. <laughs> Tulku, are you all right? Yes, exalted one. But Tulku is most embarrassed. I reached for him but managed to get only his gun. Oh, it's all right, Tulku. It was enough to make him fail. And having failed once, my llama, he will try again. Well, Mr. Merton, I was hoping this would be the plane you were taking. Mind if I join you? Well, Mr. Dumont... Well, this is a surprise. I had no idea you were going to Mexico. I decided rather suddenly. Well, then this must mean that you're going to do something about the death of poor Professor Hendricks. I'm so glad. 
Tell me, Mr. Dumont, do you believe there is a connection between his death and the theft of the Coco Khan from our museum? Yes, I believe there is a connection. I think that Professor Hendricks might not have been murdered if the Coco Khan had not been stolen. Oh, dear me. I realize, Mr. Dumont, that I'm not the athletic type. But if there's anything I can do to help you while we're in Mexico, I should be most happy to do so. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Merton. However, I don't think it's necessary. And it might be dangerous. Oh? Earlier this evening, someone entered my apartment and fired several shots at me before escaping. Obviously, the murderer is on his way to Mexico to destroy what he thinks is the only clue to his identity. Perhaps to kill again. He may even be on this plane. Why, I believe you're trying to frighten me, Mr. Dumont. Well, after all, Mr. Dumont, there's only you and me and... Well, surely, Mr. Dumont, you're not suspecting me. Please, I... <clears throat> What's the matter, Merton? Did you choke on a cool, cool con? Well, Mr. <laughs> Crane, what are you doing here? Ah, I'm just going along for the ride. Oh, dear, I, I feel quite ill. I, I hope you gentlemen will excuse me. Perhaps the stewardess has a remedy for their sickness. There are... Uh... Must be a pretty big story involved if your editor is sending you to Mexico. Same old story. Of course, it'll be a bigger story if I should hit on the answer before the Green Llama does. How did you know I was going to Mexico City, Mr. Crane? Well, you know how it is. In a way, your racket and mine are alike. Oh? We both go around sticking our noses in a business that doesn't concern us. I wonder which one of us will live the longest. <laughs> I'm going to the Toledo Frosato. No, thank you. I have reservations at another hotel. Have you seen Mr. Crane? Well, I believe he was telephoning the last time I saw him. Taxi, senor. This way, senor. Taxi already. Very clean, very cheap, very nice. You get in, see? <laughs> All right. You sound as persistent as a cab driver from Brooklyn. Uh, this Brooklyn, I am not knowing, but I, Pancho, drive the best taxi in all Mexico City, perhaps in the world, senor. Take me to the Imperial Hotel, driver. Senor, hablo de mi corazón. I speak from the heart. The Imperial Hotel is not for a gentleman such as yourself. Perhaps, but I'll be the best judge of that. You just take me to the Imperial, driver. Si, senor, but Pancho is your friend. In all Mexico City, there is only one hotel at which the senor will be happy. So, muy pronto, I am taking you to El Capitan. Believe me, senor Tumar. You will live to thank me. Attention! Senor Dumont is here. Ah, welcome to El Capital, Senor Dumont. We have your reservation. The room is with you. Reservation? But who made it for me? But you did, Senor. I myself took the call. Oh, I see. Your room, Senor, is six or nine. Pancho, take. Clerk, where'd the taxi driver go? Who knows, Senor? Taxi drivers, they are here today, gone tomorrow. Yes, but they seldom go without being paid. Perhaps he will remember later and return, Senor. In the meantime, your room awaits you. We, the El Capital, senor, are proud to have as our guest the great and celebrated Lama Verde. I trust your stay here will be pleasant, senor. I thought they'd have someone waiting up here for me, but I never thought it would be such a pretty girl. You are Mr. Dumont, aren't you? Yes. I'm Marta Hendricks. My father was Harlan Hendricks. Mm -hmm. Do you have any proof of your identity? I'm afraid I don't understand. Why should you ask me that? How did you know I would be here? Why, my father often spoke of you as his friend. He once told me that if I needed help to call you, and he gave me your phone number in New York. I see. When I learned that my father was dead, I called and your friend Toku said you were on your way here. I see. I'm sorry, Marta, if I seem suspicious. Mr. Dumont, I'm frightened. Just before I came over here to wait for you... 
Someone called and told me to leave Mexico. How long ago did you receive the phone call? Oh, 30 or 40 minutes ago. That was about the time I was at the airport. Marta, did a package arrive today for you or your father from New York? Why, yes. There was an airmail package addressed to Dad, but I didn't open it. I... I didn't know then. Where is that package? At Dad's office out at the excavation. Marta, I think that package is the key to your father's murder. We have to get it before the murderer does. Come on. Senor, senorita? Oh, Pancho. I knew this senora would soon be looking for the best taxi driver in all Mexico City. I am at your service. Hello, Pancho. Marta, do you know this man? Yes. Pancho was Dad's favorite taxi driver. Yes, yes, senor. We are all friends. Then perhaps we can clear up the reason why you practically kidnapped me at the airport. It is of simplicity, senor. The senor Hendricks was murdered, no? The senor Green Lama wishes to catch the murderer, no? The senor Green Lama is well known. Even the most ignorant peon here knows of his greatness. And he makes reservation at the hotel in Mexico City. Perhaps the murderer tried to kill the senor Green Lama too, No. So, Pancho and Senorita Hendricks fix him up at another hotel and fool the murderer. Just like the great Senor Felipe Marlowe I hear on the radio. <laughs> He's clever, no? <laughs> He's clever, yes. <laughs> Marta, do you have a car? Yes. Good. Pancho, you can drive us to where Miss Hendricks keeps her car and then you can do something else for me. I want you to go to the Imperial Hotel where the murderer will expect me to be staying. Aha. Uh -huh. If anyone phones me, you tell them that the Green Llama has gone to the Hendricks excavation. Okay. We'll park here. Dad's office is down in the excavation, but we'll have to walk down. Good. Marta, is Pancho reliable? I, I think so. Well, either way, the information should reach our man. You think the murderer will follow you out here? I'm sure of it. He came to Mexico City to get that package, and he won't feel safe until he's destroyed it. You sound as if you knew who the murderer is. I think I do, but that's not true. And, of course, on the surface, he has a reason for coming which seems logical. He... Marta... Is there any reason why there should be a light in your father's office? No. Then the murderer must already be here. Shouldn't we go back to the police? No. By that time, he'd get away. But he'll be armed. Do you have a gun? No, Marta. If I were to carry a gun, were to shoot even a criminal, then I, too, would be guilty of the evil which I fight. Look, the light went out. You may have heard it. All right, keep quiet now and stay behind me. Hey, we are! I got you covered! I've got him. Turn on the light, Marta. Crane. But don't worry. I, I, I can explain everything. I'm sure you can. Who, who is he, Jethro? This is Mr. Crane, a newspaper man who seems to have taken up a sideline. I told you I can explain everything. I don't. Look on the floor, Jethro. Hmm? That's the package that arrived this morning. And was leaving tonight if Mr. Crane had had his way. Open it, Marta. It's the Coco Khan. Yes. It's had quite a history in the past few days. Why did you want to steal it, Crane? I, I came out here to see if I couldn't dig up a few extra angles on the story. I recognize this thing as that cool, cool con you and Merton were talking about. I thought I'd take it along on the chance it might lead to something, that's all. You didn't know that Hendricks had mailed this to himself? That means Hendricks stole it from the museum. Jethro, is he accusing I'm my I'm afraid father? your father did steal the Kulkul cool, cool Khan from the museum, Marta. What? But since it really belonged to him, I don't suppose it really was stealing. But why did he steal it then? And what was this business about no identification? Hendricks said something to me on the phone about intending at first to disappear. I think he went around erasing his own identity. He had a reason for feeling disgraced and intended to vanish. Then, because of Marta, he decided to fight. That's why he was killed. And this carving of the Kukul Khan is a clue? Oh, yes, the Kukul Khan. Intricately carved out of hickory. 
A wood which the Mayans never knew. Hickory? Yes. This is a very clever copy of the original Kulkulkan your father sent to New York. You see, someone was copying his discoveries and selling them as the real carvings. Oh, Jethro, this man... No, Marta. Crane isn't the murderer. He's just a newspaper man with too much curiosity. But I know who the murderer is, and I have known for some time. Yes. Oh. Yes, the so clever green llama, who knows all and sees all. Oh, don't move any of you. Mr. Merton, what are you... I doing? was wondering when you'd get here, Mr. Merton. I knew you had to try to get this counterfeit carving because it was the clue to your whole scheme. When Professor Hendricks took this from the museum to prove what you'd been doing, you killed him. But he'd already mailed it here. Yes, dear me, yes. I was quite perturbed when I discovered he didn't have it with him. May I trouble you to hand it over now? Mr. Dumas, why don't we just slap that gun out of his hand and... Please! I'm an excellent shot, Mr. Crane. Why, you are... Obviously, I must kill the three of you. But I... I must say that I feel quite faint at the thought. I'll bet, Mr. Merton. Look at me. Now, please, Mr. Dumont. I will definitely not give you time to do any of those weird high betting things. Look at me. I shall fire at the first time, really, oh, I will. Oh, Mommy, Pudney, home. Don't you come any closer to me. The green light. Stay away. Strike. Stay away, you hear? Oh, just... Don't you come. Boy, that's some right you packed, Dumont. He sounds like a light. Jethro, are you all right? He fired right at you. Yes, I'm all right, Mother. And the murder of your father is brought to justice. And all because of this little hunk of wood. Boy, what a story! Yes, he was trapped by the feathered serpent god, just as Hendricks must have known he would be when he said, Ask Kul Kul Khan. You call me, senor? Pancho. No, what made you think I called you? I heard you say, ask Kukulkan. That is me, senor. Pancho Kukulkan. What? Senor Hendricks named me when he first came here. You? Yes. Dad named him Kukulkan because he thought Pancho brought him luck in finding this excavation. Then maybe Hendricks meant Pancho when he said, ask Kukulkan. But what did he mean by that, Pancho? The senor Merton. Senor Hendricks told me how this one was ruining his good name with the little wood carvings. Why didn't you tell me this before, Pancho? You did not ask, senor. <laughs> well, the next time I'll know better. Pancho, I think I'll let you deliver Mr. Merton to the police. It will be the great pleasure, Senor Green Lama. The Senor Merton hired me to bring him out here, and then before I could warn you, he struck me over the head with my own ranch, Senor. This is the big insult. Yes, so. Hmm? Must you go back to New York so soon? I'm afraid I must, Martin. But how can I ever thank you? You've been so wonderful. Oh, I've only done that which the Green Lama must continue to do. Jethro, there's no reason for me to stay in Mexico now. Maybe I'll come to New York soon. Yes. Why don't you? Until then, goodbye, Madam. Home, money, but may home. The Green Lama strikes for justice. Lama, starring Paul Fries, is produced and directed by Norman MacDonald. Tonight's story was by Jethro Dumont, as told to Richard Foster and William Frew. Toto is played by Ben Wright, and the special music is by Richard Arant. This is Larry Thor speaking, and this is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. The Green Lama strikes for justice. Time now for another exciting adventure taken directly from the files of Jethro Dumont. Jethro Dumont, the wealthy young American who after ten years in Tibet returned as the Green Lama.
to amaze the world with his curious and secret powers in his single-handed fight against injustice and crime. I am Turku, whose honor and pleasure it is to serve the Green Lama. Jethro Dumont, the Green Lama, is so called because of his great wisdom and powers of concentration which he learned while visiting my country, Tibet. As it is the duty of all Lamas to oppose evil, Jethro Dumont returned to his native America to fight crime. Of the six sacred colors of Tibet, he chose green, which is the symbol of justice. The story of the million-dollar chopsticks began as a ship nestled against a pier in Hong Kong. Aboard the ship was the Green Lama, who had been summoned to Hong Kong by a friend in great trouble. The Green Lama was standing at the gangplank, talking to the captain of the ship. Hello, Mr. Dumont, sir. Grand Harbor. I hope you enjoyed your voyage. It is a troubled place you've come to. Captain Jensen, it is written that a man may find trouble everywhere if he does not find peace within himself. Well, I never was much for problems, Mr. Dumont. I I suppose you're right. Still, Hong Kong is filled with thieves, murderers, cutthroats, and the scum of the seven seas. You mean the refugees from North China? Uh, some call them that. North China, Mr. Dumont, is filled with looters. They're bringing into Hong Kong everything of value that can be carried. Every thief of the Far East is here. And everyone else is becoming a thief. Everyone, Captain Jensen? Oh, Madam Ming, I didn't see you. Forgive me. It is quite all right, Captain. I came to meet your honored passenger, the Green Lama. Uh, uh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, Mr. Dumont, this lovely lady is Madam Jade Ming. Uh, Madame, Mr. Jethro Dumont. I'm delighted, Madam Ming. No more than I, or uh, Lama. If you two will please excuse me. Certainly. Even in China, or perhaps I should say especially in China, the news of the deeds of the Green Lama has reached my ear. Oh? Uh, Mr. Dumont, this is my servant, Yen Fu. Yen Fu? Madame Jade Ming... Yours is the most interesting name. My father, Ming Qing Huang, named me Ming Yu, but I have anglicized the name. Ming Yu, yes, of course. Yu is the word for both jade and for the five cardinal virtues. <laughs> but your father must have been an admirer of Xiang Yong So. Oh, yes, he was. But what made you think so? Looking at you, I'm sure that your father, in naming you Jade, was thinking of the remark of Xiang Yong So. The magic powers of heaven and earth are ever combined to form perfect results. <laughs> you are most kind, Lord Lama. Tell me, your home is in Hong Kong, Madam Oh, yes. I have a small antique shop here. I will be honored should you care to visit it. I'd be pleased to do so if I have time before my return. Oh, then you will not be long in China? Well, that's difficult to say just now. Oh, perhaps you do not care to discuss your mission, Lord Lama. <laughs> Madam Ming... It is written that silence is the only true friend of discretion. Uh, it is also written that the unspoken word watches over the hidden action. Hong Kong, my lama, is a strange city. Even the green lama should think carefully of its dangers. Oh? Hong Kong is filled with looting and the spoils of robbery. And these things, my lama, might add up to murder. <laughs> Couldn't you come? Rita, 
Rita Randall. Only a much more grown-up and a more beautiful Rita than I knew years ago. We'll talk later. I have a cab waiting. Come quickly. Yes, of course. Don't you think you might begin to explain more fully why you brought me here? I told you over the phone, Jethro. I'm in trouble. I need your help. Jethro. What is it, Rita? The, the man coming toward us. Yes? The one I want to talk to you about. Ah, going somewhere, Miss Rita Randolph? No, I, I'm Trying just... to keep me from seeing you, Miss Randolph. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't do that to your old friend, Toby Holbrook, would you now, Miss Randolph? Please, I... We really must be going. Uh, who is your friend, Miss Randolph? This, this is Mr. Dumont. Dumont. Mr. Dumont, this is Toby Holbrook. Now, if you... Excuse... Did I hear you call him Jethro? Jethro Dumont, huh? The Green Lava. <laughs> What's wrong, Miss Randolph? Are you frightened of something? Mr. Holbrook, I'm sure you'll excuse us. Miss Randolph and I have some important business to discuss. If you say so, Mr. Dumont. Well, you'd better tell that little girlfriend of yours to slow down. By the rate she's going, one of these days she might have a heart attack. <laughs> At least the hotel is cooler than the street. Now, what's the trouble, Rita? Must be pretty serious for you to ask me to come in all the way to Hong Kong from New York. Please, come up to my room. I, I don't want to talk here. All right. That man you met, Toby Holbrook, I went in business with him. I supplied the money and he was to supply the brains. Well, he did. He took me for everything. I don't have a dime left. Mm. We were in the exporting business. Exporting Chinese art, particularly jade art, to America. Yeah? Now he claims that the business has failed and that we've lost all of our money. My money. But I have another idea. What is it? This is my room here. I think he not only pocketed my money, but that the whole scheme was one of using it to finance some crooked operation. I see. Well, you still have a lovely suite in one of the best hotels in Hong Kong. I won't have for long. Not after I get to next... Just one look on the couch. Is he... Is he dead? No, I don't think so. Are you, my friend? No. <sighs> Resting my eyes. Very wise thing to do in Hong Kong. Hello, Rita. Howard, what are you doing here? Waiting for you, my pet. What else? Although you might stock up at a greater bourbon. Also, you might introduce me to your handsome friend. Who is he? My replacement? Jethro, this is Howard Stacy, Mr. Dumont. Mr. Stacy? Howard and I have known each other for some time. What an amusing choice of words. Mr. Dumont, huh? Alias the Green Llama. I suppose you're here because little Rita's in trouble again. Well, she's in trouble because she wouldn't listen to me. Really, Mr. Stacy? And, uh, what did you recommend? She'd spend all her money buying the finest bourbon for me, of course. If she had followed my advice about not going into business, she wouldn't have run into the curse. Are you still harping on that superstitious business? What is this about a curse, Mr. Stacy? Didn't she tell you? Oh, of course not. It's a Wait a minute, Rita. What about a curse, Mr. Stacy? Little Rita loses sight of the important things, Mr. Dumont. When she went into business with Holbrook, their first shipment was a mixed lot of jade curios. Rita had to go down to the ship the day before it sailed and look it over. And she had to decide that one of the items, a pair of jade chopsticks, was something she wanted. She took them home with her. I still don't see what this has to do with a curse. You will. These were jade chopsticks made for Lu Nung Shandi of the 14th century. He's the old boy who put a curse on everything he owned. Well, just run along. Look me up sometime, Mr. Dumont, and we'll talk about women and curses. Yes, perhaps I'll do that. Where do I find you? At the Hong Kong Yachting Club, or you'll find me on my yacht. Rita, my love, 
I'll see you around. Don't pay any attention to him, Jethro. Stacy's a, a playboy, and he likes to pretend that he's interested in things like curses. Still, I think I'd like to hear about the chopsticks that have a curse on them. All right, I took a pair of chopsticks from that first shipment. Why shouldn't I? I was half owner of everything. They were beautiful green jade, and I I just couldn't resist them. The curse, Rita. Later, I heard about that. It, it's true that a number of strange things happened while I had them. Such as? Well... I thought I was being followed a couple of times. But it was probably only robbers. Then someone broke in here once. Where are the chopsticks now? I sold them when I ran out of money. Who bought them? Madam Jade Ming. Oh? She gave me $5,000 for them. I see. And that's all about the chopsticks? Yes. Except for the fact that a couple of days after I sold them, someone called me and offered me a, a million dollars for them. Hmm. That Probably Stacy's idea of a joke. Yeah. Quiet, someone's at the door. Yes, Ron. It's. Surely. Miss Randolph. Your old friend. Toby, a whole I'll call a doctor. No. It's no use. I just came to tell you, Miss Randolph. The million dollar chopsticks are. Yes, Ron! Never mind calling that doctor, Rita. He's dead. In my country, Peter. Crime is as rare as the snow in August. Yet in Hong Kong, a city of oriental charm and beauty, there was now a murder involving a pair of chopsticks said to be worth one million dollars. While I, Tolku, waited in New York, the Green Lama was facing death and violence in order to help a friend. When Toby Holbrook died in Rita Randall's hotel apartment, the Green Lama telephoned the manager to summon the Hong Kong police. Yet even before they could arrive, a small, round Chinese had rushed to the scene of the crime. I am here, Green Lama, ready to serve you. Who are you? You represent the police? Oh, no, indeed, noble Lama. My name is Liu Bing Ha, Chinese private detective, protector of law and order, uh, Oriental Philip Marlowe, custodian of Chinese caper Sam State style, at your service. <laughs> then who sent you here, Bing Hao? Liu Bing Hao, also house detective for Royal Guard Hotel. He a manager of phone police comment once. Like American private eye, looping how never sleep. It's so. Just so I can't sleep. One moment, Rita. Bing Hao, did you see anyone leaving the hotel in a hurry within the past ten minutes? Looping how very shrewd, very astute, very alert. See no one. Just for this man's eyes. Wait, Rita. Someone stabbed Toby Holbrook inside the hotel and within the last ten minutes. Since this man also works as house detective for the hotel, he must know the complete floor plan. And would know where a murderer could hide. <laughs> a green llama, very smart, very intelligent. No good detective when he see one. Look, Lou Bing Hao have American type Hickok wallet without benefit American type folding money. So uh, he give you a special fee, one dollar per clue. <laughs> That's very kind of you, but I doubt if it'll be necessary. Tell me, do you know anything about a pair of chopsticks worth a million dollars? Million dollar chopsticks. These chopsticks belong to Lu Hong Shang Di. Aye, Lu Hong Shang Di. He great philosopher who say that man who commit murder 
bite off more than he can chew. A very sound proverb. And in this case, I think when we discover why the chopsticks are worth a million dollars, we'll have found the murderer. I want to ask you some questions, Madam Ming. Mr. Dumont, please come to my private quarters where we can talk. There's someone there I would like you to meet. This way, please. My most valuable objects are not for the public eye, Mr. Dumont. They are shown only to those who recognize their true value. Ah, here we are, Mr. Dumont. Please step inside. Thank you, Madam Ming. Yes, this is quite a nice place you have here. I see. What do you see, Mr. Green Lava? Well, Mr. Howard Stacy, the young man with the taste for fine bourbon. And I suppose the Green Lama doesn't approve? Mr. Stacy, your habits are of no concern to the Green Lama. I was not aware that you two had met, Mr. Dumont. We met a short while ago, Madam Ming, through a uh, mutual friend. I wasn't aware that Mr. Stacy was interested in antiques. I've always been interested in things of beauty, Dumont. Fine whiskey and fine women, not accepted. Your taste in women is excellent, Stacy. I wonder if it's as keen on the matter of fine chopsticks. Very clever. Except you forget that it was I who told you about the chopsticks. Well, Jade Ming, I think I'll come back and see you sometime when there's not so much company. Oh, goodbye, Mr. Stacy. See you later, Dumont. Well, seems as though our young friend Stacy takes a decided interest in the community. <laughs> he is quite harmless, noble Lama. But uh, his interest is not in antiques. Oh, what do you mean? He's in love with a Randolph girl. He seeks advice from my humble person. Please be seated, O Lama, there by the window. We shall have tea. I'm afraid I haven't time for that now, Madam Ming. Please call me Jade. In uh, your country, friends are known by their first names, Jethro. Yes. Jade... A man was killed this afternoon. Before he died, he mentioned a pair of chopsticks said to be worth one million dollars. This is the only reason you've come to see me? Rita Randolph sold a valuable pair of chopsticks to you recently. I wonder if I might see them. Can this not wait, my llama? I'd like to look at those chopsticks. Very well. They are solid jade worth approximately ten thousand dollars. I bought them for five thousand. This is a far cry from one million dollars, is it not, Green Lama? Here you are. See them for yourself. Thank you. Hmm. Very unusual. I've never seen chopsticks so large and thick. However, Lu Nung Shang Di was said to be a large, powerful man. Who had everything made for him of large size. Perhaps this is even true of the legends about him, eh? Tell me... Who owns them before Rita Randolph obtained them? In Hong Kong, one no longer asks how priceless objects are obtained, Jethro. Many strange things take place. Smugglers are as common today as pickpockets used to be. Two ladies on sick. Jethro, you know! Someone just threw a knife at me through the back window of the shop. Oh, was not I, noble lama. Son of many, noble lama. Uh, was not I, I see no one. Yes, I was afraid of that. Wait. 
a piece of rope. Oh, heavy rope. Clue, oh, Lama. Uh, lion alley near the shop window. Yes, but it's not rope. It's line, heavy line, the kind used on board a ship. Oh, it's uh, significant, Lama? More than significant. It's but a few inches long, yet long enough, Bing Hao, to hang someone. <laughs> Trembled Smythe, Hong Kong police. Anything I can do for you? Yes, my name is Jethro Dumont. I'm looking for a Miss Rita Randolph. The clerk at her hotel said I'd find her here. Randolph. Hmm. Randolph, Randolph. Name's rather familiar. Rather. Oh, Mr. Dumont, a great lama. At last you come. Yes. Looping how? Where's Miss Randolph? Uh, this, uh, this is a policeman. He comes to Royal Guard Hotel. He sees dead body. Uh, he sees Miss Rita, and uh, we go to jail. Yes, 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 yes. You know, I remember. Miss Randolph. Yes, she's the one that killed that fellow up in the hotel. Slipped my mind for the moment. The whole thing is quite messy, really, really rather messy. Blood on the carpet and that sort of thing, you know. Then you arrest Miss Randolph for the murder of Toby Holbrook? Oh, well, I had to. He was dead, you know. Uh, looking how he filed a crazy. Defend Miss Rita. The ten men subdue me. I lose. Uh, this uh, Lu Bing Hao fellow has been creating quite a fuss in my station. Uh, we arrested the girl and he insisted on coming along. We can't get rid of him. Colonel, on what grounds are you holding Miss Randolph? What proof is there she killed Holbrook? Proof? Well, the man was in her apartment, wasn't he? I mean, he was dead, wasn't he? Uh, what, what further proof do you need, old boy? Yes. Well, I, I'd like to see her, if I may. Uh, you all had that green llama fellow, aren't you? I, I thought I'd seen your face before in the papers, right? Hmm. Him, most famous man in the world, second only to Confucius. Yeah, very well. Well, perhaps you may see her for a moment, but uh, please make it brief. Jail regulations, you know. Uh, this way, please. No, but Green Lama, Liu Bing Hao, he's not idle. While well, silly colonel read newspaper, Liu Bing Hao still keeps to jail, see? That's uh, very clever, oh, Lama. <laughs> very clever indeed, Bing Hao. However, I suggest you return them to the colonel's pockets before he finds them missing. You do not want them? No. Were I to steal them and free Miss Randolph, I'd be as guilty of crime as the one I seek. No being how, I do not want them. And I don't think I need them. There, well, here we are. Remember now, just a few moments. Must follow regulations, you know. Uh, here we are. Jethro, I prayed you'd find me. Rita, I only have a minute. Now, I need the answer to one question, and you must be honest with me. Yes. All right. Who knew that you took the jade chopsticks... Only, only Captain Jensen. I see. Did he object when you took them? Yes, but not for long. I did have a right to them. Yes, of course. Was your exporting all to be done by Captain Jensen's ship? Yes, we chartered him. Who else was in the business with you and Holbrook? No one. Why? There must have been somebody else. Yes, I believe I know who killed Holbrook and why. If you'll excuse me, I think I'll pay a call on a murderer. Coming, Bing Hao? Um, I think I stay here with Mr. Randolph. Very well, Bing Hao. I'll go to the harbor alone. Good evening, Captain Jensen. Uh, Mr. Dumont, what are you doing here? What do you want? I want a murderer, Captain Jensen. A murderer who killed for a pair of chopsticks worth one million dollars. No, no, no. You don't mean me, Mr. Dumont. I, I have nothing to do with it. I'm innocent. Are you Captain Jensen? 
Toby Holbrook had a partner besides Miss Randall. Uh, I wasn't his partner. I was only hired to ship their exports. You must believe me. And what happened when Rita Randolph took the pair of jade chops? Well, I tried to stop her because I knew that Mr. Holbrook wouldn't like it if uh, anything was missing. And who did you tell that Miss Randolph took the chopsticks? Only Mr. Holbrook, sir. He was very angry. Why? Well, I don't know, sir. I... I had a feeling, sir, that Mr. Holbrook was engaged in more than just exporting, but that was none of my business, nor were the phone calls he made. What phone calls, Captain? Well, after I told him about the chopsticks... Darkness may protect the strong and fortify the weak, but it will not conceal evil. I see you there in the shadows of the bridge. Om mani padme hum. The green llama strikes for justice. Stand back, you idiot. Stand back or I'll kill you. Has he killed Holbrook? Stand back, I say. Your gun's almost empty, Mr. Howard, Stacy. One shot remains. Fire that and you're at my mercy. You asked for it, Dumont. I'll put a bullet in you with pleasure. Now, Mr. Stacy, we're on equal terms. <laughs> this do make powerful weapon. Dumont, the cover of the We'll go over the side. Mr. Dumont, Mr. Green Lama, you and I are going to Yes, I'm all right, Bingham. Oh, I was very afraid for you. I decided to find you. I know you need help. Mr. Randolph, pay me. You okay? Seems that Mr. Howard Stacy can swim, Lube. Throw him a line. He's harmless now. Bingham! Bingham, Mr. Greenham. Oh, we're very brave. We heroes. We capture murderer. Lou Bingham, finish case. We run down fast tower and put it. So there's your man, Colonel Smythe. Howard Stacy would be playboy, smuggler, and murderer. Hmm. This is highly irregular, Mr. Dumont. Highly irregular bringing this man here. He, he should have been taken to our major headquarters. Regulations, you know, huh? Uh, however, perhaps we can overlook the... Oh, I say. <laughs> he is wet, isn't he, what? <laughs> oh, him all wet many ways. <laughs> yeah. You're very well, Mr. Dumont. Uh, we'll accept the prisoner, and uh, naturally Miss Randolph will be released. Uh, we, we appreciate your assistance, Mr. Dumont. Thank you. Now, if you'd care to come along with me to Madame Ming's, we might look at a rather interesting pair of chopsticks. Ah, welcome back, Jethro. You return to have tea with Jed Ming? No, not this time. Perhaps we can have tea later. Uh, You know Colonel Smythe? Oh, yes. Of course, dear lady. Jed Ming... You still have the chopsticks you bought from Rita Randall? Yes, of course. I know you don't wish to part with them, but this time I'm afraid it's necessary. Here's my personal check to cover what you paid for them. May I have the chopsticks, please? I can see that it is urgent, so it shall be as you wish. Here they are, Jason. Good. Now, I think we'll find that one end of each of these chopsticks will unscrew. There. Hi, Joe. Emeralds. Perch. Snow emeralds. Yes, from Looted Pekin. These emeralds are the reason why the chopsticks were worth a million dollars. That's amazing. Simply amazing. How did you know about the jewels, Jethro? Well, it was partly a guess. But also it was due to the fact that everyone took it for granted that the chopsticks had really belonged to Lu Nung Shang Di. And that they shared the curse he put on his possession. Oh. And this is not true? No. No, it isn't, Jade Ming. I looked up the list of possessions left by Lu Nung Shang Di in the illustrated description of ancient jade, the only authentic catalog of Chinese jade. Oh, yes. Shang Di left no jade chopsticks. Therefore, the only alternative was that the chopsticks concealed something. 
It occurred to me that the exporting business could also make an excellent screen for smuggling more valuable things into America. What made you suspect this Stacy fellow? Holbrook had to have a partner who murdered him. Mr. Stacy seemed so interested in the chopsticks. Then, after the attack on me here in Madame Ming's, I found a piece of line in the alley, most often found on yachts. And our Mr. Stacy was the yachtsman. Absolutely amazing. I think it is more than amazing. Jesu, why not stay a while and tell me all about it? Perhaps later. When the duties of the Green Lama are finished, I can return. Which means never. For even I know that the duties of the Green Lama will never be finished. As long as there is injustice in the world. Oh, my Lama, it is good to have you back from the China Seas. And it's good to be back, Toku. It's truly written that home always beckons the traveler. So it was said by the great Buddha himself. I thought perhaps you'd like to see the evening paper, my lama. Oh, thank you, Toko. Hmm. <laughs> oh, those no good nicks. <laughs> well, here's an interesting item dated oh. from Hollywood, California. Listen, Toko. Uh-huh. The La Brea Tar Pits in Hollywood, long famous for having preserved the fossils of prehistoric animals, was today the source of another story. It is being rumored all over the glamour city that a live dinosaur has come out of the pits and is loose in Hollywood. Police and local papers are trying to stem the rising panic. A dinosaur? But this is impossible, Olama. So is Hollywood, Tulku, but it exists. I think we'll look into this dinosaur. Tulku, file this story under the heading of The Last Dinosaur. <laughs> Mani Padme home. The Green Lama strikes for justice. The Green Lama, starring Paul Fries, is produced and directed by Norman MacDonald. Tonight's story is by Richard Foster and William Prude. Tilku is played by Ben Wright. Featured in the cast were Georgia Ellis, Paul McVeigh, Lillian Baya, Jack Crucian, Larry Dobkin, and Charles Russell. The special music is by Richard Arant. Next week, at this same time, the Green Llama faces an exciting adventure with The Last Dinosaur. Be with us when... The Green Llama strikes for justice. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.